Welcome, everyone, to episode 31 of the No Shot Clock Podcast. I'm Joe Henriksen of the City Suburban Hoops Report. And with me, as always, is Michael O'Brien of the Chicago Sun-Times. We've got a lot to get to today. We'll take a few of the questions that were some leftovers from last week. We're going to give you our two takes, as well as a buy, sell, or hold stock options on uh, many of the top teams in the Chicago area, and a quick look ahead to this week's games coming up, which is a lengthy list of, of some really quality games. And Mike, uh, I guess uh, if we want to the questions, or, or we have a couple. Yeah, we do. Um, I was uh, lazy and did not put out the call for questions, so we did get one. Um, well, we got two of them. Uh, the first one here is from Martin. Well, you know, the email address is Martin Henehan, but the email is signed Mark, so we'll say it's Mark Henehan. He says he loves the podcast, and he wants to know, he says, uh, why are some Chicago public league schools hit with enrollment multiplier, like Simeon and Young and others are not, Morgan Park and Kenwood? I know that some schools are selective enrollment, but are the others supposed to be neighborhood schools? How can players move between schools without having to sit out, as is enforced against other multiplier schools? Um, I guess the first thing is, the schools that are multiplied are the ones that don't have boundaries. Simeon doesn't have a boundary, um, so it's not multiplied. The magnet schools don't have boundaries, like Young doesn't have boundaries. And the ones that do, uh, Crane, Morgan Park... Kenwood, they are, they they get they don't get multiplied because they have boundaries. They have a neighborhood. They have to, you know, the kids have to live in. That's the way it works. Um, and it's a mess. I mean, I, I don't think it makes much sense, since the the boundary thing is pretty. I don't know how to put it. Uh, fluid. You can pretty much choose any school you want when you when you first start. Yeah, it's a loose, to say the to say the least. I mean, and, and I mean, how can players move between? You know, it's, for the last, I don't know, for a while now, the IHSA has just kind of let the public league police itself. And the public league seems to have really pretty much stopped caring a whole lot about making people sit out when they transfer. I'm not sure why. It's lasted through a couple of administrations here. Um, nobody's really, you know, doing that at all. I did notice that today, in the IHSA board meetings, the IHSA is going to start well, I guess the way they phrased it was they're putting together a committee to start looking at that. So I'm not sure what that's going to... A committee to look at what? A committee to in kind of investigate, I guess, how the public league deals with transfers. With public league investigators in I, you investigating know, themselves. I have no idea who it is. <laughs> yeah, it's. Um, I'm trying to grab it up here. It's... Uh, because I was going to actually, actually ask Matt Troja about it. Let's see. The board held a discussion on transfer regulations as it relates to Chicago public schools and have directed an IHSA ad hoc committee to further discuss transfer regulations as well as directing the executive director-elect and IHSA staff to facilitate further discussions with CPS personnel. So apparently, you know, there wasn't even... That didn't even say investigation. They're just going to talk about it. That's <laughs> what that said. Further discussions. So. I just say put all the transfers out there and have a draft at the start of the school year. Oh boy, that would be <laughs> that'd be pretty exciting. I, I wonder how much you know. I think a lot of times people don't realize. Like I'm pretty sure, besides for me and some public league coaches, no one really realized there were nine transfers on Kenwood's roster this year, um, which is wild. But anyway, second question. Yeah, second question. <laughs> uh, hold on, that's uh, on my phone here. One sec. Um, let's go here. Okay, this is from Ronnie Cams. He says, when was the last time the player of the year came from a non-traditional state powerhouse program? Is it likely this year? No, not this year, because I think we consider Morgan Park and St. Joe's definite power programs. And I right now, I think those are clearly the two players, Nick Rakosevich of St. Joe's and Charlie Moore of Morgan Park, who kind of, you know, put themselves, separate themselves from the pack. You're not going to, what about Justin Pierce? He's in, uh, you know, I wrote, wrote about him in a column coming up this week, but uh, he is in the rearview mirror, but <laughs> a little a little distance back. Yeah, he's got the numbers. I mean, the thing is, if that team stays undefeated, it starts to get interesting. 
right now he's one of my two takes coming up here in about oh all 60 right seconds, so. <laughs> then uh let's you know i think oh the, to answer the question you know i think jeremy richmond um waukegan i don't think anyone considers them a state power right um probably one of the more unlikely players of the year we've ever had was um kevin dillard from home at flossmore who i mean it was kind of a no-brainer he dominated that season and it was a weak year yeah it was a weak year but he was great that year um and hf is not a powerhouse program either so those were the two that came to mind for me right away i think the most off the wall to me was wow oh, westinghouse um deandre thomas yes now nah, he was a dominating player his, his senior year but when the season began, no one would have expected him to be a player of the year when, when the season began, at least. Yeah, that was uh, interesting. You know, he, he held his own in uh, that McDonald or the round ball game, too, that year, I remember. Big um, boy. Yes, he, he was. All right. Um, I'm going to start Two out. takes. Yeah, take. uh, I'll, I'll start with one, Mike. I, I'll just jump right into the Justin Pierce one. I, this, I, I thought about this during the – as I watched Glenbard West play this week. And actually a question that we were given, I think, last week was posed to us, who is the most important player to any one team? And and for me, of all the ranked teams out there, and after seeing Glenbard West play and seeing the personnel, boy, there I don't think there is any any player who is more important to their team than Justin Pierce is to Glenbard West. He is asked to do so much for that team. It, I mean, they are not world beaters. They're not going to pass the look test. Uh, they have a very, very, I mean, margin of room for error is very small. You know, Alex Passy is a solid guard, senior veteran. But Justin Pierce, he's twenty over 24 points a game, 11 rebounds. He's If you look at his numbers, He's very efficient with those numbers. He's not shooting a ton. I mean, he's not jacking up 25 shots a night. So Justin Pierce, I mean, he does it all for them. He's a secondary ball handler. He's a rebounder. He's their tallest player. He, uh, you know, he obviously is their number one scoring option. So for them to be 14-0 with their personnel is a, is a credit uh, to Tim Hoder, the coach there, for utilizing that star and, and and Justin Pierce. And that's why I think he is the most important player to any without him, that team is they're 14 and 0. I'd say they're four and ten. Uh at maybe five win team right now without Justin Pierce. So that's my first take that he is the most important player to one team. Yeah, I guess you can see why I kind of thought they'd well, I mean I thought they would lose last week, um for sure. Uh, and they pulled it out, you know, good for them. They, they're going to have a lot of challenges coming up, but the longer Glenbard West stays undefeated, the more interesting that is going to get. Um, my first take is, I don't know how many of you saw it. I'm sure a lot of you did. Mike Oliver's comments after the Curie loss to Kenwood. Um, this was the quote. Um, Devin Gage didn't play. You know, he was hurt at Pontiac. He, you, we saw him in warm-ups. He was kind of messing around with the team. Um, before the Kenwood game. And after the loss, Mike Oliver said, quote, I never question anyone's injury, but if it were me, I would have played. I don't know his pain tolerance, but if I had the opportunity to play in this environment, in this type of situation, I would have played. Now, I heard a lot of comments about that quote from Oliver. And... I see what people are saying that, oh, you know, maybe he threw Devin Gage under the bus. And it's easy to say that, see that after you read that quote. Um, I just think it's interesting. Mike Oliver, he's honest. You know, he tells you exactly what he thinks after the game. He tells you before the game. He'll tell you if you call him up. All the time. Yeah. And, you know, he's just saying he would have played. I don't think he actually meant to slam Devin Gage in that thing or create an issue or anything like that. He just gives his unvarnished opinion, which, frankly, is kind of cool, <laughs> you know, especially for me in my business. But it's nice to hear somebody that says that. And I don't think there was any malice in it, I guess, is my take on that. It was just what he thought at the time. Yeah. I'm going to stay in the public league real quick. I'm going to ask you a couple questions before I give you my take. Who wins these games? You ready? Okay. Or or DePaul College Prep? Against one another? Yeah. Oh, or. Or Uplift. Or? Or or Lab School University High. Ugh, good question. Um, I'll go with or. 
Or or Seton Academy. That one's a close one. I, I kind of like Seton's personnel. Um, I know where this is all going, but or it would be the favorite. All right. So my point is, yeah. or as a 2A school, those are all the top teams, both in their sectional and the sectional that they would play in the super sectional to get to Peoria. I agree with you. I think they're favorite in all. I think they're – now, I haven't seen Seton play. You have. I would consider them a, a a favorite for sure in all those games. And what I'm getting to is this, and and that would give or or that would put or into the final four of two A. And we already know Morgan Park is a favorite in three A, along with Belleville Altoff. And a lot of this still has to play out, I know. But Curie and Simeon, and I, and I guess maybe Kenwood, are all four A top contenders. There is a chance for the first time in history in the four-class system in 10 years that a Chicago, that the Chicago Public League sweeps all three, 2A, 3A, and 4A titles. Will it happen? No, but my take is that this is a distinct possibility for the first time, and it would create a huge ruckus among high school basketball fans, the IHSA. Uh, I don't know if the IHSA cares to a degree, but... I just know from listening to fans and even some high school coaches, they do get tired of the public league. And the public league has a multiple state title winners in three of the ten years that we've had the four-class system. I think there's going to be a minimum of two state titles again this year from the public league. Um, but it could be or in 2A. Yeah, you know, you have to like their chances. Or is very good. Um, you know, you know what they are right now, and I think a lot of people have been slow to realize this. You know how for about twenty years Westinghouse was pretty much good no matter what, just because they always had twelve kids who could really play. You know, mm-hmm. they weren't going to be college stars necessarily. Well, that's what Or has become now. You know, they're getting those West Side kids that are just tremendous high school basketball players, and the pressure they're putting on teams defensively, the speed they have. You know, they have so many guys that can handle the ball. That, that are just naturally, you know, really, really good basketball players. And you add Raekwon Drake to that, and it's it, it, it's definitely special. Um, my take will be on North Lawndale, who I have not seen yet, and is another Red West team that is just beating people right and left. Um, they, they've got a loaded backcourt from what I hear. I'm going to actually see them this week. But they're not getting a whole lot of attention from everybody. They're another team, you know, that could go far in the playoffs as well. Um, and they're in 3A, I believe. They have that difficult sectional, though, with St. Joe's. But I think North Lawndale is definitely a team to watch. I think they're underrated basically because of last year. You know, that team could have gone fairly far in the playoffs as well, but they were forced to forfeit that game, to, I think it was to St. Joe's. Um, they probably wouldn't have won. But I, I, who knows, you know, at the Westinghouse sectional, how that thing could have gone. So I think North Lawndale is a team to watch. I'm really looking forward to seeing them this week. And uh, it's going to be interesting. They're going to play at Marshall. That's going to be difficult for them. We'll learn a lot. It'd be interesting. If the Red West still had Orr, I mean, that that's, you know, Orr had a drop down. Um, and But, I mean, North Lawndale, uh, obviously Whitney Young, if you threw an Orr in there, it's been a little bit better than I think some people thought when the season began. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, you want the, the the list. They've beaten North, the Phoenix. North Lawndale's beaten Lake Zurich, Young, Zion Benton, and Farragut. Those are their premier wins. You know, they did pick up a loss to Waukegan early, um, but Waukegan's very talented. You know, you don't know what you're going to get day to day. They're really young with those three freshmen playing, and they lost to normal U High. The rest of their losses are forfeit losses. Um, because of the what happened last year. So it's definitely a, a team to keep an eye on. We're going to get into now our midseason stock report. We are going to buy, sell, or hold, if we need to, uh, a, a well, we're going to go through the top 25, Michael O'Brien's top 25 in the Sun-Times, with the premise being, are you going to buy a team right now with their stock where it is currently, whether it be low or high? And basing it on going forward, are they going to finish strong? Are they going to contend in their conference race? And in particular, in when March rolls around, do they have a legitimate shot of getting deep into the state playoffs and possibly getting a sectional title or even playing in Peoria? 
with all that in consideration, do we buy, do we sell, or do we hold on to that stock of that particular team going forward? And I guess, Mike, the first one is Grays Lake North. We'll start with your number 25 team. Grays Lake North, I I will say I was shocked to see them in the rankings simply because they've played nobody. Uh, Grays Lake's played North, n- nobody at all. Now, if you look at, at what their future is, they are in the Frem sectional, which, if you look at the Frem sectional, isn't all that good. But are you buying or selling Grays Lake North as your new top 25 team here? Um, I mean, I think you have to sell because they haven't proven it. Um, By the way, this is, there's, zero, there's zero way Grays Lake North basketball stock has been any higher thanks to Michael O'Brien's top 25 presence. That's true. So um, I am uh, definitely selling <laughs> my Grays Lake North stock right now. You look at those scores, though, man. Nobody's come close to them. I'm selling. That's what I, uh, you know, they give haven't me, played. Give me my return. They're, give they're, me my return. They went it by 20. <laughs> um, yeah, it's definitely uh, probably a, a stock worth selling at this point. If they can hold on to the Super 25 for another week, it'll be surprising. Number 24, Lake Zurich. Also North Suburban Team, Lake Zurich. Uh, it's been a team that you and I have kind of pumped up the last two years, and they've lived up to the hype. I mean, they have uh, are doing some things that, I mean, they, they took a loss. Uh, who they lose to? Uh, Zion Benton? Um, or, yeah, they lost to Zion yeah. this week. So you're t- looking at a team with the conference title hopes that, that played well down at Pekin. Are you buying or selling or holding on to that Lake Zurich stock right now? I think I'll probably just hold. I'm not sure. You know, I like them. I think they're pretty good, but I think they're pretty much the same as about 40 teams in the area at this point. The reason why I'm going to buy that stock is going back to that front sectional it's it's weak i think they can do some major damage in that front sectional i think they can win a conference championship and that puts you into a super sectional mike if you look at the other side of it that's very well not very strong either so uh i'm gonna buy that stock for lake zurich uh proviso east buy i love I-, I really loved what i saw from them at um proviso west you know they're six and five so nobody else has got them ranked because People care about that number, but that's without Antonio Williams. They haven't lost since he's. Well, that's not true. They lost to um, who ousted him at Proviso? Was it um, uh, Whitney Young? It was Young, yeah. Um, so yeah, buying. I, I think the sky's the limit. You know, they they didn't have a. You know, their coach was what a week before the season started. So yeah, I, I think they're going to get better. I think they're going to move up the rankings as well. I'm going to sell uh, simply because I, I do like them, but. I look at their the going forward. Uh, I don't think they're going to be able to do a whole lot come state tournament time in that Riverside Brookfield section. I just think it's it's, it's going to be too strong. But um, you know, I I, I they I had them ranked right where you had them twenty three in the preseason. I think that's about where they're at, and uh, they will move up just in their conference. But I'm going to sell that stock right now. I just don't have a lot of faith in Proviso East when March rolls around. Notre Dame number twenty two sell. Um, they could very well have been Riverside Brookfield by me. You know, everybody likes them. They like their personnel. They think that they've, you know, well, they, they do have a lot of talent, but they right now don't have a win that means anything really. You know, and I'm punishing Riverside Brookfield for that, but Notre Dame is basically lost to the good teams they've played, and then they lost to St. Pat's. We did reward Grays Lake North. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Well, they haven't lost. <laughs> <laughs> Yuck. All right. Uh, I am going to go the app. I, I agree with what they're, they're turning the ball over. Jamero Wilson's hurt, which he has not had the junior breakout season I anticipated. Uh, but I'm going to buy because I think their stock is so low right now and people are kind of ruling them out. I'm going to go watch them play Thursday night at Bennett. But I'm going to buy that stock just because I think they can still get it going in the second half, make a run of that conference title. They've got Marion Catholic coming to their place. And in the Glenbrook South sectional, I think they can do some damage uh, if they can work their way into a seed that avoids Evanston. So I'm going to buy Niles Notre Dame because I think, Mike, their stock is so low that they're, they're, it's, it's, it's a good value right now. Number 21, CVS Vocational. Uh, lost to Morgan Park. Going to play Simeon this week. You buying or selling? Oh, boy. I mean, you just know how things are going to go for them, so it makes it a tough decision. I mean, 
I'll just hold. They are where they are and where they're going to be um, just because of how that Red South is. I'm selling. I think their stock is as high as it's getting uh, for that reason. Red South, uh, sectional is not going to be easy. Uh, I mean, I, I like vocational. I think they're ready to just, I mean, I, I just think they just need to have a, some kind of signature big breakout win. I just don't see it happening. Uh, they beat, 20s. They beat the Hyde Park. Which is better than a, that's why they're still yeah. in my rankings. They yeah. have a, a win over a good Hyde Park team. Oh, they're a good team. I mean, they're, they're a solid team. I just think the geography of it just kills them. Yeah, uh, just no where doubt. they're at. Zion Benton, number twenty. Uh, the ZBs after, um, you know, you you lose Admiral Schofield a year ago, and they're right back now winning. You know, they've just had such a long run of twenty plus win seasons, and they got to let. They're sitting here at eleven and four. Yeah, I'll sell. I think this is probably as high as they're going to get. I agree. I will sell Zion Benton as well. I don't have a whole lot of faith going forward. Bradley Bourbon, a lot of preseason hype. I think their stock has dipped. Uh, pretty decent buy right now, I think, if you wanted to buy. What do you think, Bradley Bourbon? That's a tough one for me. You know, I've seen them only once this season. They lost at home to Lincoln Way West. You know, they're, they're what? They have a horrible conference record. They've already lost three games in their conference. Right. But I, I do like them going, I think I'll buy. I think I like their chances. I'm going to hold. Uh, I, they're in a goofy sectional. Yeah. Uh, where they're the lone Chicago area team that gets sent south to play the Champagnes and the Normals and and even Rock, well, and West Rock Island. It's just a wild sectional. But I'm going to hold on to that stock. I'm, I'm going to see a little bit more of what they have to do. Bennett Academy, 12-2, uh, and two, huge win over Fenwick. You buying or selling? Sell. They'll probably beat Notre Dame this week, though. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to sell as well. I, I just I don't know if their stock could be any higher than it is right now. I, I, I like Bennett. I think they've overachieved more than any other team. They're in a weak sectional where they could do some damage, but they're also a team that can can lose. Not to anybody, but you know they're just again they're not going to go out and dominate anybody, um, and they're just stock is so high right now. I'm I'm going to go ahead and sell that. Yeah, it's tough. You know they had a bad shooting night against the next team, Joliet West, and that's why they lost that game. So you got to wonder about that. Um, obviously, I'm buying my. Julie West team, even though I'm pretty disappointed by that. You know, not that they <laughs> lost to home with Flossmore, but that they got destroyed. Yeah, I, I, that helped prior to this show, this pod podcast, because it lowered their stock for me, and I'm going to buy it because, and again, I'm looking at the sectional of what they could do, and I think in March we could seriously, no matter what that defeat looked like, we could be talking about Juliet West and Pure because if you look at that sectional, it is weak. And on paper, talent-wise, Joliet West is the best team in that sectional as we sit here in, you know, early or mid-January. Home with Flossmore. This is a tough one for me. Um, I think I think they're going to be really good next year and make a nice run. But right now, I think this might be as high as they get. And I'll, I'll sell. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna sell because they're not that that sectional is Simeon. Although they could they be interested to see how they finish off this conference race. But yeah, they, they're pretty high right now. Stock they've overachieved in my mind. I think Dottie's done a great job with that group, bunch of no namers, and and they have risen from unranked to 16 in your rankings this week, and and played a pretty good strong schedule, but. Yeah, I'm going to sell. Uh, 15, or this is a no-brainer for me from what we talked about in my two takes, or is a legitimate shot to get to Peoria. Uh, their stock is a little high right now, but I think it could get higher because I'm going to buy that stock tonight because, you know, I, they're, they're, I don't know what they're, if they have much of a non-conference schedule left, but they're going to roll in their, their white division. And then it'll be interesting to see what they do in the public league playoffs leading into two-a time but i i like this or team as far as being a two-a team and what they what they can do as a contender yeah you have to buy them as a state uh tournament team but lou adams said that he might not play all those sophomores on varsity uh, in the I city know, tournament that. Yeah, so that I, would 
you'd want to sell them then for the city tournament, <laughs> right? <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Is, I I don't like it when coaches do that. I don't get it. I mean, I don't either. I mean, if you're if you're good enough to play significant minutes, the varsity level, just go and play them. I I I'm all for building the the confidence of winning a sophomore title, but come on, just if they're good enough, play them. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, Lincoln Way West. Bye. Big fan of Lincoln Way West. I, I think they're pretty good. You know, they picked up those losses early. Since then, you know, their, their quality wins are, are very hot. When, I mean, for their area, you know, it, it's high quality. And the nice win over Bradley Bourbonnet, nice win over Crete Moni. They beat Thornwood. Lost to Thornton. That was like the third or fourth game of the year, but it was close. And, yeah, I think they could do some damage in March. I do, too. I'm going to buy Lincoln Way West. No one's talking about them. No. I mean, really. And they are a Hillcrest win away from mm-hmm. probably winning a sectional. Uh, you know, Joy Catholic's in there, I think. Uh, but, you know, I, I think Lincoln Way West is, is, a, is a good buy right now. They are, you know, they're talented. Uh, you know, I, I just... I don't know. In that three A sectional, I think that's that's a good buy right now. Whitney Young, nine and four. Uh, Lucas Williamson playing well. Do you buy or sell on the you, Dolphins? You know, I, I would have had a totally different answer a couple weeks ago, but I'm gonna buy. I think that Tyrone Slaughter really figured something out with that defense that they're playing. You know, pressure in teams, the full court stuff. The teams bought into it. It's like. They, they have an identity. They figured out who they were, and it kind of the, the switch flipped for Whitney Young. And I, I, I've been very impressed with what I've seen of them lately. I'm buying, too, simply because everybody is talking about Curie, Simeon, Morgan Park, Kenwood. No one's really talked about Whitney Young. And Young, I mean, they played Fenwick very tough at, at Proviso West. Uh, they went 3-1 and one there. They beat Proviso East. They've got some good out-of-state wins. And what I like and why I'm buying is because they are young and getting better. And I, I just think they have a chance to sneak up on some people. I think they're, they're going to win the Red West at the end of the day. And I, I think in that sectional with RB kind of fading a little bit, uh, it, it'll come down. And Elk Park fading quite a bit. Mm-hmm. St. Ignatius, not as good as we thought they were going to be. All of a sudden, that sectional, which we thought was going to be loaded, it isn't. So loaded. I mean, Curie at the top for sure. But Whitney Young, then you're talking about, you know, an upset went away from uh, from from doing some big things in March. So, yeah, I'm buying Whitney Young right now. Uh, North Lawndale. Yeah, as we talked about earlier, they're the one team on this list I have not seen play. So I'm just going to hold at this point. I'm going to hold on North Lawndale too. Uh, I just don't know enough about them. Uh, I, I like their personnel coming into the season. I thought they could be a little bit of a sleeper. Uh, but yeah, it's hold. Marion Catholic, I think that's going to be an interesting one. Marion Catholic, huge expectations when the season started. A little bit up and down. Uh, what you doing with Marion Catholic? You know, I'm going to sell. Uh, individually, you know, you, you see, you, you like all their players. It's just things aren't aren't right for them. You know, they. I, I thought maybe if they could have beaten Thornton at the Dipper, that would have said something. But after going to see Thornton play. Yeah, I, I am selling on Marion Catholic. Something's just not clicking this year for them. I'm going to hold just because I think there's – I agree with you. It hasn't been as smooth sailing as I thought it was going to be from a team. I, I hyped up plenty. Uh, but uh, I'm just going to hold on to that one right now. Glumbard West, the mighty Hilltoppers. This is like my new uh, – I'm going to sell. Sorry, Glumbard West. <laughs> I <laughs> – I mean, it, I think it, it's hilarious because, you know, I'm, I keep picking them to lose and I'm, I'm selling them now. I think they're like the best story of the season. I love it. You know, that they are 14-0 and 0 and Justin Pierce is putting up these numbers. I think it's so much fun. I think it's great and I hope it continues. But, yes, still a doubter. Uh, I'm going to sell to. Um, I just think they're one average performance from Justin Pierce <laughs> from losing a big game. And I, I just think there's so much weight on his shoulders when it comes down to crunch time. I'm talking not right now. Uh, I mean, they're, they're going to lose. They're not going to go. They're not going to run the table. But just when it comes to a tournament time, you want that go-to guy. You want that star, and they've got one. 
but you got to have a little bit of a better supporting cast to put two, three wins. I'm talking this winning a sectional title. When you're talking to a team 14 and 0 right now, you should be thinking sectional title, conference championship, and they should be. And it's not to say they can't because that sectional is very winnable, uh, but I, I think it's going to be really tough to string together three to four big wins in March. So I'm going to sell because I think at 14 and 0, their stock can't be any higher. Um, but but I you know that being said, I, I think I agree with you, Mike, 100. percent It is one of the best stories of this high school basketball season. Fenwick 13 and two right now, uh, fresh off a loss at home to Bennett. You buying or selling Fenwick? I mean, they're down to nine, so this is kind of an easy buy because they're going to rise up again. You know, they had to get punished a little bit for that home loss to Bennett. You know, they got a lot of big games coming up. I know they've been thinking about that Simeon game. You know, they'd just gotten through Notre Dame and they lost to Bennett. It was a tough week. But I, I do have a lot of worries about them, you know, in the play. I just, they just, they don't have that sixth man or seventh man. And that that's so much, they're just or not. Or six, six man. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> I, it's I, trouble. Yeah, so. I'm, no, I, I agree. Um, but you're buying because they're. Yeah, they're, they're too you know, low It's right a good now. time to buy fresh off yeah. the loss, dropping <laughs> the rankings. Remember, there are 3A. I think they, I mean, do you say right now, who do you think is the best team in the Catholic League? St. Joe's? Boy, that's a good question. Um, I think if they played right now, Fenwick wins. Because I just think it's interesting. All these storylines in particular in the Catholic League and in 3A, a lot of them intersect between St. Joe's and Fenwick yeah. in the Catholic League. And then again, can Fenwick figure out a way between now and March whatever, 12th, 13th, whatever date it is, to figure out how their small little friars can somehow handle Nick Rakosevich in St. Joe's in a potential sectional game. So with Fenwick at 3A, Fenwick, I think if the Catholic League tournament started, it doesn't get a whole lot of hype. But if it started today, I think Fenwick wins it. So, yeah, that's easy buy for me. Oh, geez. DePaul Prep's going to win that turn. That tournament is the wackiest oh, no, does, thing that right. ever. <laughs> but it's time that somebody steps up and, yeah. and instead of the five seed or the – or the the, the no name right this, yeah. a year ago, you, you know what Glenbard West is right now to you Providence, yeah Providence yeah. kept doubting the Celtics last year, but um, uh, Thornton, one of the real surprises of this year, another great story. If you had a top five story list, Thornton, Ty Streets, their emergence, they're flying up the rankings as high as you can get. You know, Dipper Champs, 10-1, and one, ranked number eight. What are you buying or selling? This is another tough one for me. Um, I'm gonna... Do you believe in the Wildcats? They got a big game Sunday. They play Whitney Young. And they play Joliet West uh, today. Tomorrow night. Are you are listening to this? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Tuesday. Um, you know, I w- it would be a definite buy for me. The Simeon in the sectional. You know, I think Thornton is very good. I think they can play with anybody in the rankings, except I have a hard time seeing them beating the top three, Morgan Park, Kyrie, or Simeon. So I'm going to buy. I think they're just as good as anybody else in the rankings except for the top three. I'm going to sell just because I don't think they can get any higher than they are right now. I don't – as good of a story as they are, I don't think they can – well, I mean, I guess they could – that sectional – I don't know. HF, Simeon, they could do some damage there. Get the two seed, get to a sectional final. I'm going to hold. I'm going to see what they do. Their stock is either going to drop on Sunday when they lose to Young or their stock's going to soar. I'm going to wait and see what they do with Whitney Young on Sunday. Uh, St. Joe's. Yeah, this is, another, I guess, it's getting tougher as we go up the uh, to more valuable yeah, teams. The prices are high. Yeah. Um, I'm going to sell. They're just, they're too young. Too much inexperience. You know, I like the personnel. You know, Nick is having a great year. Um, Marquise Walker, the freshman, is playing really well, the point guard. It's just, they're, they're too young. I agree. I'm going to sell. They're pretty high right now. They We just talked about I just talked about it. I just said I don't think they win the Catholic League, and I don't think they uh, beat Fenwick So in the sectional. So 
I'm going to sell St. Joe's at this point and uh, go on to Bogan. Bogan is one for me where, you know, I like the concrete. I like to look at my little list of what teams have done and judge them on that. And when you judge Bogan on that, it's pretty impressive. You know, they've only got the losses to Simeon and Fenwick and, the, you know, Morgan Park, the, the big teams. But when I watch them on the court, I just don't. Maybe it's because I watch Morgan Park destroy them at home. But to me, they're a sell. I got to sell them. I just, I don't know if they have quite enough to beat the, the, the cream of the crop. They're right on the edge of being one of those top teams for sure. But they haven't shown to get that quite done yet. Although they, that's eh, a third place game. Was it the third place game that took apart uh, St. Joe's? Yeah, and you know they took Simeon to overtime at Simeon. Maybe we're totally wrong <laughs> about this, but yeah, and it is Bogan. Bogan. I mean, it's. I mean, you got to think based on that they're going to beat Simeon at Bogan. I mean, defending that, defending city champs too. That's it. Yeah, so we could be uh, wrong on this one. <laughs> we could be wrong. We're both sound yeah. and make kick ourselves. Uh, um, Kenwood. They're another I think this this uh, one's hard. I think I, I whatever reason I just the trust value isn't quite there with Kenwood. Uh but that sectional again, I mean it I mean Kenwood did get the win over Curie without Devin Gage. And they'll have Curie coming to their place. Uh so I don't I don't know why I'm I'm pausing. I will I'm on a hold which could come back to haunt me because their uh their stock could go even higher actually because they could I mean they're they're a win or two away from you know if they beat Curie at home I mean you're you're talking about a number 1 seed in that sectional and and the um in the conference champs but I'm on a hold to me, this is my biggest buy in the whole list. I would not be shocked if Kenwood won 4A. Um, wow. They they have the talent. You know, they have so much. Of, you, well, I mean, I guess you can't say we'd be shocked because I I don't see a world. Uh, no, I mean, it's, favorite it's easy to see Simeon getting upset in the South Burbs, you know, again. And all of a sudden, you know, Kenwood and Curie would be the two most talented teams. Right. And I guess that, that trust factor and having never done it before is my – well, we're talking about Curie. They've never done it either. So two teams there that Curie and Ken – we'll get to Curie in a second. But uh, I mean, if you can take a team at number five that could win the city and could win state, I think that's a clear buy. Yeah. And i taking a guess on what you're going to do with my next team. Oh, boy. Evanston. Yep, I bumped uh, the Wildkits way up to number four. Um, you know, they're a tough team for me to rank. Um, they spent a lot of time out of the state. You know, when I saw them, it was very early in the season, and Nogel Eastern didn't play a great game, so I didn't see them completely at their best. I'm going to go see them this week against Maine South, and that's always a close game. You know, I think I'll surprise you. I'm going to buy on Evanston. I'm going to um, buy two. Yeah. I'm not I, sold, but I'm confident. I guess they have Eastern, you know, and not a lot of teams have a guy that good. <laughs> I'm buying. They have no gel Eastern. Mike Ellis, terrific coach. They got a game with Young later this month. Uh will be a good test for them. Get them out of the Central Suburban League South. And then I like their – I love their road in, in March. I just – I think they win that sectional. They they dials Notre Dame is probably the biggest obstacle. Otherwise, that sectional is, I mean, eh. And then what's in a super sectional game, which would be probably, I don't know, I have to look at them all. I guess either Curie or Kenwood. Um, Curie, Kenwood, Young, one of those schools. But yeah, I'm gonna buy Evanston. I I I think they've got a lot of. I think they have a lot of upside left actually. Simeon number three. We're getting in some high-priced stock. Simeon at three. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm buying. Uh, because I like them so much in that sectional. I think you said you could see them getting upset in the south suburbs. South suburbs. 
I don't see them. I, I just don't think those South Suburban schools, I think they're all a bunch of nice teams. And Simeon losing in the Bloom sectional, which puts them in that dreaded super sectional game at ISU where they got to go travel. But I don't see a team in that sectional that's anywhere near as good as normal last year. So I, I, I'm going to buy because I think Simeon, they're not going to roll to Peoria, but I, I think it's going to take a big effort from somebody to not to keep Simeon out of Peoria. Ooh. Yeah, I think they're going to have a lot more trouble than you do in the South Suburban sectional. Um, they barely made it out of their last year. That Thornton Thornwood game, they should have lost probably. But um, I think all those South Suburban teams are better last year than they were this year. Well, boy, but Simeon allegedly was too. Yeah, it's 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 a toss up. I mean, I Simeon think... is finding life without Edward Morrow as we expected to be a little bit difficult. Huge loss. I mean, yeah. it's just um, Taylor Horton Tucker now though is starting to, you know, he's in the rotation. Uh, I think Robert Smith's figured out some things about his team. I'm, I'm delaying here. I'm buying myself time to decide if I want to. <sighs> yeah, this is a, a rough one for me. I'm going to hold on Simeon. I, I want to see what happens in this Morgan, in the Battle of Vincennes on Saturday. I want to see if they can respond um, and not basically be down the whole game to Morgan Park. Hold. Curie. Sell. Um, wouldn't have said that before last week at uh, Curie, but I know Devin Gage wasn't on the court. And, you know, the more I've thought about this, I'm not sure I would have kept him at number two if I did the rankings today instead of yesterday. You know, they just fell apart. They were dominating that game. 18-point lead. You know, and to me, doing that at home, that's weird. And that's not a great sign for the future. Um, so I'm going to sell. See, I held on Kenwood. I got either, I got to buy one of these teams. <laughs> uh, I'm going to buy Curie because I believe I, like we stated before, this is the best team that has never won a sectional. I just think it's time that they won a sectional. I think they will win the river. I mean, this is January. You know, we'll break all this down in a month from now. But I, I think that sectional is theirs. Um, so I'm going to buy Curie. To sp- I don't hold on. It's pretty. It's pretty pricey stock. Yeah. Right now, though. Uh, I'm selling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm selling Curie stock because I. Again, I go back to the trust thing. Are they going to for sure win that RB sectional? Are they going to win a city title? Are they going to win their own conference? And all those are question marks. So I'm going back to selling. I'm selling Curie. I can't say for certainty that they're going to win the sectional, their own conference, or the public league championship. So I'm going to sell because they're number two. Morgan Park, number one, despite being the most expensive stock out there, I'm going to buy. I, I just, 3A, I, although to get a return, they got to win a state title, basically, is what you're saying. If you're buying Morgan Park today, for you to get any money back, they they have to win a state championship. What, what about a city title and second in state? I guess you break even, maybe. <laughs> but... Yeah, I mean, a city title and, and getting to the championship and losing to Belleville all tough. Yeah. I mean, that's – I mean, I I, 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 now I haven't seen all tough. I'm hoping to get down to all tough and see that all tough just lost to Jason Tatum and Chaminade last weekend, which is one of the top teams in the country. But, you know, I, I, I just think Morgan Park is the team to beat in 3A despite my love affair for the downstate all tough team just because they impressed me so much last year. But uh, I'm going to buy Morgan Park despite the high price, and, and uh, I think I'll get a return because I think they're going to win state championship. Yep, I'll buy as well. Um, just, I mean, just because they're the dominant force in the area right now, I'm not so sure about that state championship. Um, I, I still think Belleville Altoff um, wins that even though I haven't seen them either, but, you know, they have everybody back from last year, and that was quite a team. So 
I'll, I'll buy, even though I think Morgan Park will lose the title game. I'm going to give you just a real couple of ones outside the top 25 and let me know what you think. Hillcrest. Buy. You know, it's 3A. Um, they're young, getting better. Uh, buy. I'm going to buy. I think they're going to creep back in your top 25 eventually. And, um, you know, the, the, that sectional is a winnable sectional, and they'll win their 243rd straight conference championship. Uh, Downers River- South. I'll go with Downers you. Downers Grove. Yeah. Oh, that's a hard I'm selling. Although oh, their, you're off. Although their stock is really low yeah. and they're really talented and they could do some damage. I just, there's a team I haven't been able to figure out. I mean, part of it's youth, but they, even they're, I don't know. I, I'm selling. I'm buying Downers South. Um, I think they're better than a lot of the teams in my rankings on some days. And then you're some days exactly, they're you're not. You're 100% right. Yeah. I mean, they're a top 25 team that's just not. You know, the top 25. I yeah. mean, and not winning uh, enough, quite a, enough. So uh, I, I've just, they've kind of just left a sour taste in my mouth a little bit. Um, but yeah, yeah, man, that, that's not bad stock to buy. How about Riverside Brookfield? I'm buying, even though I'm, I'm now hated. You should buy. I'm now hated in the RV community. But Nobody <laughs> has driven the stock prices down of RV down. More than Michael Bryan. I, I think they, they win that sectional. This is like insider yeah. trading. Yeah. They're going to win the it's Bryan a, drives it down and then <laughs> buys the stock back up. You get a team that good <laughs> and that kind of destined and they get the sectional at home, it seems like that always works out I, that they win oh, that That's thing. right. The sectional is Sectionals at home. Curie's going to have a heck there. I mean, I forgot about that. What, did I sell Curie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think so. Um, yeah. I forgot. They got a good fan base. That place will be rocking in March. Oh, yeah. yeah. And RB's got some big games coming up to try to. They got Saint, the back to back weekends. They play Fenwick and St. Joe's towards the end of this month. Well, the stock was driven down nicely by you. So I'm going to buy RB back. Um, by the way, I'm going to put my. Ple- they should be in your top 25. I'm, I'm going to tell you that right now. They should be. They're going to get back in next week. They just need to get a nice big win, like Grays Lake North has. <laughs> wait, wait! I, I didn't even ask who this big Grays Lake North win was. Who, who did they beat? They didn't beat anybody, okay. um, but they haven't lost, so I'm giving them a little week in the sun's well, might, if Yeah, okay, give them the. But if RB played Grays Lake North schedule, what's RB's record? I don't know. After what happened to that tournament, though. Oh come on! I'm not sure that. Eh. Well, you know they beat the North Chicago JV team. Yes. We know. <laughs> Come on. You go through that schedule. I'm not trying to pick up. No, no, no. I'm just saying uh, RB can drop a crapper. They did. So I don't think you can say that they wouldn't have lost one of these games. But Naperville North is better than any team on their schedule. Yeah, and they lost by 18. Yeah, they, they laid an egg. They did. So. Uh, but. All right, RB, I'm, I'm, my, my over-under is one week. I'm taking the under because I think they're going to be back in your rankings. I think Grays Lake North drops out very quickly. They play Washington, downstate Washington. They play Prairie Ridge on t- Tuesday tonight when you're listening to this, which is a big game for them and a big test. So they'll find out about kind of themselves in their own area, in their conference. Yeah, just, and, and then yeah. they play at Washington. Then they're at, they have East Peoria somebody else they've played like four games over the weekend i'll call it a test i didn't call it a big test come on it's Prairie ridge i'm gonna pick on the fox valley conference yeah letting them have it it's always if i've learned one thing it's i try to keep my mouth closed about a team i haven't seen because I, no, I, especially I, I, this year man who no, knows that, that, that's a hundred percent true with the exception of the schedule i just I kept looking and i want to have this one more knock and then i'll let it be how do you not play a game from December 16th till January, was it 7th or 8th, 6th? Yeah, that's really weird. Yeah, I don't. They had almost a month off. <laughs> that's the strangest thing I've ever heard of in high school basketball. Yeah, it's top five strangest things I've ever heard in high school basketball. Come on. All right, Grades Lake North, I hope you go roll the table or run the table and go undefeated. I really do because it'd be a great story. It'd be like, what's that team that went down state that was terrible? Johnsburg. Uh, Johnsburg, yeah. They only beat Johnsburg by one this year. <laughs> so they did play Johnsburg. And, you know, looking at their schedule, if they somehow do get through this Central Illinois weekend, they're just back to Fox Valley teams 
and they could finish. Well, then they'll run the table. Yeah. I'm going, if you, okay, I make a promise to Grays Lake North, listen to the podcast next week because I will sing your praises if you roll through Washington or whoever they play down downstate. Um, any more teams you want to throw out there? Buy, sell? Yeah. Oh, Mount, Mount, real quick, Mount Carmel. Sell. Um, sell. I am too. Yeah. Uh, I, I like Mount Carmel. I think they're a solid team, but I don't see them doing a whole lot come state tournament time or – now they're going to win, although I'm all confused on that Catholic League, what's going to happen because, like you said, that that's the type of team that will win the Catholic League tournament. Very likely. Uh, yeah, I want to see what you think about, to me, the most confusing conference. Um, what, well, I guess we'll start with Batavia. Oh, I'm selling. I saw them play. I, I, I'm, I'm selling that in a heartbeat. So why are they beating? So then Larkin. Well, I think... If you had a conversation or a talk of the most disappointing conference, wouldn't that be it? I oh, mean, every one of those teams. I w- I think Batavia and Geneva know they're they're. We had we had Larkin preseason top twenty five. They're five hundred. I had St. Charles East in my preseason top twenty five. Now they they've had some injuries. They're about five hundred. Uh, no, I think Batavia's overachieved. They got some big wins in yeah. conference. Yeah, and they, then Geneva's they, they, eleven and three. They they did bad at at York, Batavia. They they really struggled, um, and they have four out of conference wins. So my point is this: the conference is nowhere near. Now part of it's because of injuries. Geneva still got a solid record. They haven't played the toughest schedule, but they lost their big man, um, yeah, Volbrecht, and, and that's a huge a huge hit. And they've overachieved as a result. Kudos to Geneva. So, outside of this league that I think is w- was down from last year and is even more down than I thought it was going to be, they only have four wins. But I'm, I'm selling Batavia. Oswego. They've only lost to one. I am buying Oswego. Yeah. That's a good stock to buy because here's why. One, Malik, the, the, the point guard, was out for four weeks. He got his cast off. I don't know. He'll be back in a week or so. But he's averaging 20 points a game, and they only lost, I think, one game they, without him. They only lost to York at York. Yep. And they're they're 12 and two. They're unranked. They we talked about Joliet West being the best te- best talent on paper. Oswego's probably a, a a one seed right now in that sectional, or a two. Uh, I mean, I'm basing on going forward because Juliet West is going to drop some games because their schedule is going to be a little tougher. They play I on s- Monday, Juliet West and Oswego. They do? Yeah, at the uh, Martin Luther King thing at Juliet Central. Well, that'll decide the one seed, yeah. I really think. So, you know, I, Bryce Robinson has had a huge two weeks here, uh, the six, seven seniors. So, Oswego, I'm buying some stock there because I think they're going to win a conference title. They play, they can really lock it up this Friday when they play Manuka. But. Oswego, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm buying because that, that stock is low and uh, they could do some damage in March. I don't think they're a Peoria team, although that's sectional. And then you get to the Super and who knows what happens. But, yeah, I'm buying. Uh, my last one, yeah, I, you, you probably haven't seen them. I haven't yet. TF North. Yeah, I've not seen them. Ten and one. I can't do anything but hold. Uh, I, 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 I know nothing about them. I really don't. Personnel-wise, I don't know much. Uh, what they've, I mean, their schedule, every, everything about them, um, I, I just have to hold. They beat Richards by 17. Um, who's a combat? Richards you, loses to most good teams by 10. <laughs> as, as I go through my book, I see that all the time. You know, Joliet West beat Richards by 10. Except for the Stevenson oh. game I was at. They got drilled. So I, I I'm gonna I'd buy TF North. I talked to Tim Banks and I haven't seen them play yet either. Um, but I did talk to Tim Bankston about them and he's pretty high on them. He thinks he's he's got a pretty good team. He mentioned right. maybe the second best he's he's had there. He said. Um, so that that's meant, an intriguing team. I'm gonna yeah. have to hold just because I have no clue about them. Uh, that's that's just one team out there that I don't have a whole lot uh, to go on. And I guess anybody else you want to uh, yeah, Farragut, the Naperville's a weird one, Saint Viator. Uh, sell. I saw them play against Loyola. It was the game I most I almost left. Um, it was horrible. Loyola. It was mainly Loyola's fault, <laughs> not Saint Viator's. They were okay. Loyola was so terrible. They like 
I don't know. They, if anybody had not seen a high school basketball game before in their life and someone made them watch that game, wow. <laughs> they, they would never return. And, and that just rubbed off on St. Viator for me. So sorry. Yeah, I'm going to sell. I think the, you know, the, how about Deerfield? Um, you know, I'll buy Deerfield. I think they're pretty competitive. I, I liked them when I saw them. They're one of those teams that, you know, they, they move the ball real well. They believe in themselves. They can shoot it a little. They're not big, but they're not small. Um, who knows? They could do a little damage in the sectional. Yeah, I'll buy them. I love Jordan Baum. Yeah. I, I think he's a terrific kid to build around in a high school team. And I think that sectional after Evanston is real and, and, uh, I know you're a little down on Niles Notre Dame. I think they're going to still perk back up, but after that, that sectional. He, so yeah, they could, uh, you know, a Deerfield and although Niles North didn't they just take them apart though, didn't they? Yeah, didn't they beat them by like twenty some. You know what? They, it was one of those things where you almost want to throw that game out because they'd played less than a week before that. Yeah, they beat them in the tournament. Yeah, it was Deerfield did, but yeah. Uh, look ahead, Mike. This week there are a few. I mean. Big time games. This is a huge weekend for Simeon. I mean, you're talking uh, Morgan Park on Saturday, right? Yep. And then and they come back around and, and play a really odd game on Martin Luther King uh, Monday, a matinee at 2 p.m. at Fenwick. So those are two big games for a team that, you know, I, I think if all of the, the we're, we're still trying to figure it out a little bit. I think Robert Smith's still figuring out some of those pieces. But uh, Morgan Park, they 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 lost to Morgan Park at home. Round two, you go in Morgan Park. I, I'm going Morgan Park. I think they still have too many offensive weapons. Um, I think Simeon's going to pull it out this time. Really? Yeah. Public League Mojo. Um, Roles reversed for O'Brien and Henriksen. Weird. It's a weird place to play. You know, nobody's home. Last time I was at Brooks, it really sucked the passion out of that game. And there was an upset, I believe. What, what was the crowd like It's full. played at Brooks? It's full, but Brooks is pretty... It's not very big, which is weird. I don't know why they're moving it to... It's one of those places where it's got maybe right. 10 rows of bleachers on each side. It's a nice gym. I mean, yes, it's, yeah, it's very nice. And there's a lot of parking just, and stuff. Yeah. But I think that's going to make the game weird. Um, I do like Simeon over Fenwick, though. A lot of people aren't going to like this, but I think overall the public league teams are uh, a level above the uh, suburban and Catholic league teams this year. Uh, I would take almost any of the elite public league teams over any of the elite suburban or Catholic league teams, I'd say. Big one, DuPage Valley Conference in Naperville, Naperville North, Naperville Central, Naperville North took out your RB Bulldogs. Uh, Walloped them. I was at that game. Just drilled them. Um they're a little bit more offensive-minded than past teams. They've played the majority of the year without their best player, Mitch Lewis, who's a junior, and he's he's back. So uh, Naperville North, Naperville Central for the lead in the DuPage Valley. I'll, Naperville North at home, I'll take Naperville North in that one. Yeah, I don't know enough about these two teams to even make a uh, prediction, um, but I will be there. I'm looking forward to checking them out. It should be a packed house, I'm sure. Um yeah, Friday's a weird one. There's a lot of good games, not a lot of great games. Stag and HF, a big deal in that conference. Farragut at Young, which our Young stock could go tumbling if Farragut. I saw. I mean, if it, the first game was an indication, I was at the first one. Farragut, Young, at Farragut, and Young took them apart the second half. Had their way with them. So I'm I'm not, yeah, Fenwick, or uh, Young wins that one. Uh, Maine South Evanston Thursday night. Uh your one of your favorite teams have any shot at all pulling off the upset oh yeah um i think it'll Do be you, close. really yeah that game's always close like that it's gonna be yeah i don't i it might be i don't think well you know what here's a underrated injury elijah williams for evanston mm. he is their leading rebounder big body they don't have any size that's a big loss for evanston uh, he's out i think four to six weeks yeah, that is. Yeah, Simeon Vocational is also Thursday. Simeon has trouble at Vocational. Not a game Robert Smith likes. I mean, you were talking about what a week they've got. Uh, they can't be overlooking that game. I know Rob won't. I don't know if the players will be. But that, that's a lot of good teams in, what, a four-day span they got to play? Yeah. But, uh, all right. Well, hey, we have gone the distance today. Um, we got an hour in, and uh, 
it's going to be a busy, busy week with all the Martin Luther King tournaments, and we'll have plenty to talk about next week. But thanks, everybody, for listening. Mm-hmm.